Welcome to the Seriously Social Podcast with your host, Simone Douglas. This episode, we're joined by Daniel Franco and Michelle Holland from Synergy IQ. They chat with Simone about the obligations of leadership, self-awareness, and their approach to culture consultation. Okay, so today on a Seriously Social, the podcast, I am joined on the blue couch by the lovely Michelle and Daniel from Synergy IQ. Guys, perhaps Hi. you can start by uh, giving us a bit of a Cliff Notes version about who you are, what you do, um, and then we'll see where the conversation takes us. All right, so over to I'll, you. I'll kick off. Yeah, so Synergy IQ is primarily a management consulting company uh, that specialises in the human element of business. So we particularly look at strategy, culture, leadership, and a change and helping businesses going from you know one way of working to another way of working and really getting their people on board for that journey through that change and, and helping them through that to develop and really understand what they're actually trying to deliver so yeah. it is at the end of the day it is delivered on time and on budget and uh, people actually go ahead with it yeah, yeah. So. which is very important for clients obviously yeah. <laughs> mm, very important very important yes that was a pretty good cliff notes version thank I'm, you i'm quite impressed with that yeah <laughs> yes i guess a little bit of the background of that of where it sort of came from and started i started doing freelance consulting about almost eight years ago now mm-hmm. and then got to the point where there wasn't enough time you know time selling etc yeah. um and dan and i partnered up about three so years ago now and we've grown it now to be a consulting um, business so we've got consultants in different clients and working with different people as well which is great because our you know our aim is to have a nice size business that produces you know good quality work yeah and where we can sort of work on the business not as much in the The business that is the dream yeah (laughs) that is the dream it's not happening just yet but um we're still in hustle phase we're still in hustle phase and we're still in that growth phase as well and we're working really hard to do that yeah that's kind of where it's come from and where it is now yeah cool i find um so culture is a big thing in business it's something that i'm ridiculously Mm -hmm. passionate about mostly because i've worked out that um as the figurehead of the business, so these days with two of them, I don't do a lot of work in them. Yeah. Um, but I, I still can make or break the culture in about five seconds. Oh, flat. absolutely. Like, yes. You know, if I'm not cognizant of whether I'm having a bad day or a bad week, or you know, that do as I do, mm-hmm. not as I do as I say, not as I do, yeah. kind of mentality. Yes. How like so when you're going into work um, with a business or consult mm-hmm. into that business, and they've said you know, we want to change who we are or how we position ourselves or whatever it is. Um, how do you open up a, a realistic conversation with the person that is actually owning the business and yeah. leading the charge? Yeah, it's interesting actually because we often say we only get called by good managers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because, you know, we get spoken to a lot at barbecues by other people that say you need to come into our business and fix our culture. Yeah. Uh, those kind of businesses don't give culture consultants a call. Uh-huh. It's the ones that actually, like you, are yeah. very um, uh, cognizant of yeah. the impact that you're having. Other managers like that will mm. go, actually, I need to bring in somebody to help me yeah. with this. So generally the the door is open to that initial conversation. Yeah, okay. 
a lot of the time when the door starts to shut over a little bit and I have to put my foot in is when we start talking about the work that it takes uh-huh. to actually transition and change because um, a lot of uh, the times we're having conversations where it's, can you go and fix the culture? Yeah. Can and you please do Can you go that? and fix that culture out yeah. there? And what we end up doing is turning those fingers inwards yeah. um, with the leader. So yeah. that's that's when the conversation starts to get it's a little bit tricky, tricky and tough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, look, the culture change in any business is not going to work yeah. unless the leadership team is on board. Yeah. It's that simple. Um, and, you know, you can try to get the staff uh, on board as much as possible, but if the leaders aren't leading the way and setting great examples, mm-hmm. then people just won't follow. It's, mm. it's pretty simple. How, how do you think leaders start to learn how to set great examples? So... I'm one of those sad people, I suppose, that I really only read business books. <laughs> I'm a little obsessed. Um, uh, you know, and so um, Patrick uh, Lencioni, and I can't always get it wrong, yeah. um, one of my favourite, you know, five dysfunctions of the team and all yeah. of those kinds of things um, to the point that I, I sent my general manager to go see him live mm, a couple yes. of years ago in Melbourne instead of myself that was my yeah. sacrifice yeah. i'd read all the books and i couldn't justify spending a thousand dollars each for each of yeah, us yeah. to go do it so i'm like do you know what the business will get more benefit if I send you. <laughs> yeah. but yeah so you know like if they haven't started where do they start well, i think self-awareness yeah. in any individual yeah. regardless of who they are is the first step to becoming a better human being, right? Whether you're reading a business book or books about someone going on a journey and really Mm -hmm. taking that, but it's just analysing self and where you're at in your life and, and you know, handling your own ego, handling, setting your own goals. Yeah. If you could start um, managing that better, then you're well on the way to start being able to lead people. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. To me. One of the things I often say to leaders is just be human first. Yeah. So if you're going to be human, like how how do you want to actually interact with your people? Yeah. That's where you start. We've had a lot of conversations of late about self reflection mm-hmm. as well because we're always on this treadmill of you yeah. know busy 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 and what we find with leaders is they don't actually take enough time to actually just sit and reflect mm-hmm. on what went well, what didn't go well. They'll take time to beat themselves up about all the stuff that you know they didn't do do, right (laughs) or somebody told them off about or Mm -hmm. whatever or that person's not doing this they do that beating myself up stuff but one of the things that we teach leaders is about formal reflection so actually taking time to reflect for learning rather than reflecting for beating self up Sounds like reflecting for learning would be a much more constructive approach. Absolutely. Really. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. And when they, what, what they actually find is when they start that process, they actually encourage the people around them to do it as well yeah. more. So yeah. they'll notice when their team member is, you know, getting uh, – maybe stuck in something mm-hmm. and they're trying to get it all perfect yeah. because, you know, if they get it perfect, the, the big boss is going to, mm. you know, be upset about it. They actually start noticing that stuff more yeah. and are able to then share that reflective learning rather than going, oh, yeah, yeah, you need to do that really perfect because, you know, so-and-so yeah. is going to gonna get, we're going to get in trouble and, yeah. you know, and their language starts to shift and change. So yeah. that's, it's a good place to start in just reflection for learning. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense to me. I think um, if you've never, never done that kind of thing before, that's absolutely where the value of having a consultant come in. Yeah, lies because people 
don't know what they don't know. Absolutely. So, you know, by having someone come into your business and go, okay, let's just try looking at this from this perspective. Or Absolutely. Let's do these things and you go, yeah. oh. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not being aware of the role of a leader either. Mm. Right? Never, yeah. You talk about business books, there's leadership yeah. books, business yeah. books, they all fall into yeah. the same yeah. category. Yeah. Understanding that, you know, we would see, I don't know what the percentages are, but it's well and truly north of, of, of 50% of leaders are put into positions because of their technical ability, not mm-hmm. for their ability to be able to lead people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So leadership positions are there purely and solely to lead people yeah. through that, through that, uh, through the workload. Mm-hmm. So, uh, having that understanding that first and foremost, I'm here to serve. Mm. Secondly, it's my actual job, right? So yeah. um, that's yeah. the, that's the big part. But I think you've said it many times. And Michelle was a big advocate. Behavior is fifty percent of your job. Absolutely, right? yeah. It's yeah. not so much what's in your in, in your actual job description. Behavior should Behavior. be fifty yes. percent of, yes. all, yeah. of your job. So. It is interesting. So you know, I've got a long history in HR as well. Mm. So I've been you know involved in many of those kind of conversations about behavior and you know can we get rid of this person, that kind of stuff. Uh, And a lot of the time I end up coaching the leader Mm -hmm. around their behaviour and their performance as well because they're responsible for holding their people accountable. And if their people aren't being held accountable and therefore they're not doing their job, there's a shared responsibility in performance Mm -hmm. with that leadership role. And that's where we find um, much of it ends up breaking down. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. I think, you know, from time to time, uh, and I used to, in my 20s, my job was to fix broken pods for ALH group and fosters. So for about nine years, I went in and fixed culture teams, caught thieves, did all the fun stuff. Yeah. You know, was the popular person. Yes. Because you were coming in to fix something Mm. that was well and truly busted. Mm. So I wasn't popular at all. No. But I got very good at difficult conversations. Got very good at constructive conflict. but one of the things that always fascinates me is sometimes when I talk to, you know, other business owners and they'll be complaining about staff members and things and I'll say to them, well, have you asked yourself what you've put in the way? Mm. Where, yeah. You know, what have what process, do you have all the processes you yeah. know, in place? Mm. Have you actually communicated with them effectively? Do they know that they're doing a job that's below the standard that you expect yes. or are you just getting irritated with Absolutely. them? Absolutely. You know, yes. and, and the amount of times that someone's going, no, they just need to do their job. <laughs> and, um, you know, like a smart person, much smarter than me once upon a time, basically said, you know, no one wakes up in the morning and goes, I'm going to go to work today and I'm going to do a shit job at work. That's not yeah. like none of us. No. Yeah. No human being. No, no, absolutely. It's the it's it's your right to understand whether you're hitting the mark or not hitting the mark yeah. in your performance. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a manager's job to be able to provide that feedback. It's actually the employee's right to hear it. Yeah. And if we're not doing that, because a lot of the time we avoid these hard conversations because we think, oh, I don't want to upset them yeah. or I want to be this nice person yeah. and all this sort of stuff. But actually what we're protecting is ourself and our own discomfort, yeah. not their discomfort. Yeah. So it's not about them. It's about me. Yeah. It's about protecting me. Yeah. So I often say to managers, is it's your, your obligation, yeah. not just your job, but it's your obligation. It's their right to hear that. If you're yeah. not happy with their performance, how will they ever get better? Mm, absolutely. So um, given that you guys live and breathe, you know, culture change, high-performing teams, all of that really fun stuff. Um, <laughs> all the easy stuff. <laughs> no, 
Some of the hardest stuff yeah, totally. to get right. The stuff Absolutely. that can't be uh, <laughs> measured. measured. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. it's really it's, a lot of it's intangible. It's tough to sell. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it can be. And I think it's it's like you said, so if you get you know, a good business owner or operator who actually may have encountered some of this stuff in another role or you know another part of their work life mm. um, and they understand the value, it's much easier because once the trust mm. is there, they bring you in, they give you free reign. Yeah. Um, but... You know, for that person who has had a, a snippet of it, so maybe they have picked up a business or a leadership book and worked out how much they're not doing <laughs> or um, worked out just how badly they might be approaching yeah. these kinds of things, um, what's, the, what's the easy first step to start identifying where to start? Because it can feel like this, you know, I, I remember when I um, bought the pub, and I was like, I th- I, our culture in social media, okay, was so solid mm. that I was like, this will be fine. I can have two businesses. I'm yeah. going to vanish a little bit, but the culture's strong. We'll be all good. Um, that was very naive of me <laughs> because I vanished. So I'd yeah. been, I'd been this really front and center person, yes. heavily involved in the business, fully present, you know, redirecting here mm-hmm. and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was in the same building mm. as social media, okay, still, but. I was downstairs pouring beers and doing yes. whatever. Um, and I stuck my head up six months later and I went, oh, I've broken all the things. Yeah, whoopsie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? Yes. And it was literally six months. So we went yeah. from six months of being this, you know, highly invested, accountable, mm-hmm. flat structure, all, all the good stuff that yeah. you read about in books to um, no one knows what they're doing or why they're here or yeah. what's the point. Um, so yes. where do we start? Yeah. So we've broken it or we've worked out that we've broken yes, it. That's right. Where do we start? Yeah. I think um, one of the things to me, like listening to that story that's missing is that key direction. Yeah. So really having a very, um, one, an inspiring vision to work towards. Like why are we here? That connection yeah. to purpose is really important. And if the leader is not there to continually reiterating mm. it, then it can get a bit lost yeah. in translation. And I think that's something that people don't recognize enough. It's like, well, we've done the purpose, we've done the vision, we've written it down in the, you know, in the, in the, the paperwork, it's in yeah. the book, it's on the, it's on the page, it's even yeah. on the wall. Yeah. But unless we're as leaders making that clear connection yeah. for people to the work that they're currently doing, mm. you can very much get on that treadmill of just act, 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 yeah. act, act. And then we start losing that sense of connection mm-hmm. with each other, that sense of why am I here? Yeah. I might get frustrated with something that I wasn't frustrated with yeah. before so that that is one of the things and and the question that we get asked most often is where do I start yeah so I always say start with the end in mind you know mm-hmm. it's a Stephen Covey quote yeah but it, it is really what do you actually want mm. like what is the yeah. vision on top of that I think it really people <clears throat> want to be involved mm. they want to know what's going on they want to understand yeah. what's going on they want to be part of it so clear and concise communication yeah. is critical getting anyone on board so you talk about before um you know a smart person uh, it, it, it really is about setting goals and boundaries for your team and yeah. helping them understand what, what are their like michelle said and connecting them back to that purpose what are we actually trying to hit, achieve mm. here mm. yeah uh what what do i expect from you mm. right not it's not a matter of go off and do your job what are, yeah. what are my expectations as a leader mm. from you yeah and how are we going to work together to achieve that what what do you need me to remove 
So yeah. you can achieve that. That's my role as a leader. So yeah. having those clear and clear conversations is absolutely critical. And it goes back to the a mentor of mine once said to me, uh, if you do have, if you are getting frustrated, and you mentioned before, um, oh, they should just know what they're doing, yeah. <laughs> right? It's a mentor of mine once said to me, ask yourself the question, is this person trying their best? And if yeah. they are, yeah. then you put your coach's hat on. How do yeah. you help them yeah. to the next level? If they're not, mm. then that's when you need to have a serious conversation, right? So yeah. it actually yeah. sets a, a precedent for where the, which way you react Absolutely. to, yeah. to the Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I've heard that put another way in that, you know, when you have an issue or a challenge with someone, um, you need to work out if they can't or they won't. Yes. Yes. So, yes. So, totally so like you said, can't is coachable. Yes. And yes. won't is, okay, this is a bad cultural <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. And it might Absolutely. be, a, you know, I won't for many different reasons yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, I won't right now, but I might later, yeah. depending on that's how I connect back yeah. to what I'm doing here. Mm. Uh, sometimes the won't is see you later kind of won't but sometimes it's just I feel disconnected now I feel disengaged I mean the the Gallup poll is done every year Gallup's great (laughs) Um, and they have um, I think the last one I looked at there was 15 percent of the workforce globally is engaged it's not very much which is not much is it so that means there's 85 percent of us that aren't engaged in the work that we're doing i think there was like 25 percent were actively disengaged which means they're working against us in our businesses yeah and it was just under 90 percent of people leave leave work or their job yeah. not because they don't like the work they're doing but because of the leader that they work yeah. under yeah. or the manager yes. we use the word manager, manager. yeah yeah, yeah. I am um, absolutely it's been um, fascinating summer so I had a, a guest on Ruth Sims a while ago and she um, is doing her PhD in followership yes I know and Ruth. so like this whole mm. other conversation that totally. and the first time I met her I'm like what, what's followership yes. I'd never heard of it's this fascinating we stuff. talk about leadership all the time <laughs> yeah, absolutely. you know what's followership and I think it's it's that thing of, um, you know, and going through the pandemic, one of the biggest concerns for me was holding together my teams yes. across the three businesses. Absolutely. Um, and and you'd really, as, as the leader, have to have your shit together. Mm-hmm. But now, that doesn't mean that you can't cry and, and mm-hmm. be upset and mm-hmm. do all of those things. Absolutely. Um, in fact, it's important that you do because it gives everybody else permission. Yes. Um, so, and that's... That was the interesting part for me is by having conversations and stuff about what I was concerned about, mm-hmm. how I thought we would get through it, what I thought it would take. Um, they were like, oh, you have a plan. And the minute yes. that they knew I vaguely, and it was vaguely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The well, minute everybody. they knew I vaguely <laughs> had a plan because the rules changed every two days. Totally. Yeah. That's right. Um, but you could see them all go, okay, we're okay because mm. Simone's okay. Yeah. Yes. And so they well, you use the analogy, you can't just, you can't get into a boat with your team yeah. and just sail. Right? No. You, you need to actually go, oh, we're going this way. Somewhere. Yeah. We're yeah. going that way. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. find land in that direction. Whatever that direction. it might be. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's setting a course. Yeah. 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 Help people understand where to go. Yeah. It's finding some certainty in those uncertain positions. So yeah. even if you're not in a completely, I'm absolutely clear about the plan, mm. you couldn't be last year. It mm-hmm. was just, it was mental, right? Every yeah. day things were changing and yeah. the experts weren't experts because they didn't know what they were doing no. either. So everybody was in this state of uncertainty. So people were looking for some kind of stability and certainty. Mm. So even if it was a, it's going to be okay, we're going to talk 
three times a week. Yeah. We're going to, you know, okay, mm. that's at least something I can grab hold of that's yeah. certain. Uh, it's not a lot, but it's something. Yeah. And that's really about that connection. I mean, when we were talking with a lot of our clients through that period of time, because um, as you can imagine, mm. the kind of work that we do, it, it took a, a big um, a big hit through yeah. that period of time. And, you know, talking a lot with our clients, mm-hmm. we just were going, just double your communication. Whatever you do now, double it. If it's yeah. zero, oh, then put a few on there really and then advice. double it, yeah. you know, just double your communication. Yeah stay connected however you do that stay connected send an extra text message even just making sure people know that you're there yeah and I think that's a really good spot to end on um because it is it all does come down to communication in business every aspect of it um I think for those of you that are listening to this podcast and perhaps you know you've you've survived the pandemic you're still employing (laughs) people um and now's probably a good time to push the reset button on your culture and your vision and get some clarity around where you're going um, then Daniel and Michelle are the people to talk to you'll find all of their contact details uh, in the comments below uh, if you're watching the video on social media so reach out to them and have a conversation that sets you up for success not just for this year but more importantly for 2022 uh, because we're Mm. at the end of the first quarter now so we're we're already into it in earnest Um, guys thanks very much for joining no worries thanks for having us it's been great cheers We hope you enjoyed this episode of Seriously Social. Check our website for the latest news, show notes, and for details about Simone's latest book, Confident Networker. You'll find us at socialmediaaok.com.au slash podcast.